because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the pod most everywhere you get your podcast, including the WDBO app, WDBO.com, and of course, Spotify. And also find me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, stream us there in the WDBO app. Now, right after us on Orlando's Morning News at 9 a.m. every weekday, you can hear Brian Kilmeade. And Brian today for the podcast is down at the Patriot Awards in Hollywood. Then he's going to make his way to Orlando for the Brian Kilmeade live show at the Plaza Live coming up on Sunday evening. So a busy week for Brian today. We look forward to having him here in Central Florida. And earlier, I caught up with Brian. And as usual, we talked about a bunch of stuff, a lot of hot button topics like the Kyle Rittenhouse house trial there in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the FBI reportedly creating this so-called threat tag to track parents at school board meetings and Russia, 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 and the Durham investigation and how it plods along. Here's that conversation now. So what do you make of this Kyle Rittenhouse jury? They spent day one deliberating. The tension is building. They're hearing the bullhorns outside, I'm sure. What, what's your take about what's going on with this jury right now, Brian? Well, it just really bothers me so much about the intimidation. I mean, think about our jury system. Really? You're going to decide if you or I are innocent by how loud the screaming is outside? Yeah. I mean, if this is allowed to happen, I mean, the, the whole system is, uh, I think, is going to be uh, in jeopardy. Because, I mean, clearly this guy's going to be found innocent. I mean, uh, the way I understand it from legal experts and talking to them, it would be uh, the security was... Uh, uh, the security was a uh, is a huge issue, and the, and the instructions from the jury to the jury was extremely complicated. I'm watching Alan Dershowitz last night because I teach law school. I could not figure out what they were. <laughs> I could not figure out what they were talking about last yeah. night. I mean, and this is a Harvard professor, yeah. so that's why they could be struggling. But the main thing that it bothers me: innocent or guilty. You can't worry about what they may protesters may may do to a town. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a guy's life. Yeah. You can't say, well, you know, I don't want Kenosha to burn again, so maybe Kyle Rittenhouse should get five years. I mean, that just should not be the case. And race is not involved. What, what are, when are people going to understand that you can't get race involved in every controversial decision? Yeah, but it is. Unfortunately, today, that's the age that we're living in. I, I thought it was interesting that Jonathan Turley, who I have a lot of respect for, he, he seems to be a very independent law voice out there, one of the few. But even he was saying the other day that the prosecution in this case could not have been working harder for acquittal here. So something's going on. It was terrible, yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I find him fascinating, too. I always learn it's one of these guys, when you interview them, you learn stuff yeah. every time. Yeah. And that's the same thing with him. That's the, I guess he's a teacher by nature. But the same thing is, he just said that they're doing so bad, picking up the rifle, pointing at the jewelry, pointing it at the gallery. I mean, what is he thinking? What about the fact that he's diminishing? To think this guy burned a, uh, born a porter potty, took a dumpster, dumped it in the street, and used the N-word. What's the big deal? Really? I mean, is, it, is this a comedy? Yeah. I mean, this is you talk about race. That's the guy that was going to attack Rittenhouse, and you can't say to find him guilty, 
you would have to say that he took initiative. Please find the one person who thinks that he took initiative. These guys were coming after him. He didn't even take a step forward. Yeah, I totally agree. Hey, what do you make of this story that the FBI has created this threat tag to aid in tracking the uh, alleged threats against school board officials, the teachers and the staff here? They and, and Merrick Garland was apparently on Capitol Hill the day after this memo came out saying, no, it, it doesn't happen in, in, in our department. Like, well, what the heck is going on here? A couple of things. He flat out lied. Uh, they, they did do a threat assessment. First page in the New York Times, they write it today. Um, you had Jim Jordan on last night saying either he's got to come back, he's got to explain himself. He said the FBI was not investigating parents who, uh, who were brought to school board meetings. And now we find out they're using counterterrorist tactics to evaluate the threat level of would-be parents who may or may not have been emotional at school board meetings. That, to me, is a flat-out lie. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if this guy was on the Supreme Court? He's a political animal. Uh, who comes off docile, but he's clearly weaponizing the Department of Justice. Now, just for all our listeners to take a step back, remember, a memo was exposed urging the White House, urging the union of school board, uh, the, the school board union, to put together a letter requesting, requesting a uh, analysis and security for school boards across the country. Excuse me. The White House telling school board members that their security is threatened. <laughs> Here's how to draft the letter and yeah. sending it to us. Right. Which, of course, then you have to say to the Department of Justice, go, hey, I just got this letter. We, I mean, basically, you see Joe Biden's handwriting on it. Yeah, we, we talked a lot about messing with Mama Bear and Papa Bear, and here we go again. It would seem that Garland has a lot of explaining to do, and Jim Jordan, the congressman from uh, Ohio, is saying that. He's also calling on Adam Schiff to publicly apologize for misleading the American public in promoting the discredited anti-Trump steel dossier. Are you holding your breath here, Brian? Because I'm not. I am not expecting to do anything, but Dorham is so independent. He's pushing it forward. Our job is to let simply uh, reconstruct this thing in a very simple way. You're not recognizing the names. And my worry is the average American is going, okay, this is no big deal because you don't hear Hillary Clinton you're not hearing the names that you're familiar with, but just know that these are operatives working for them. Chuck Dolan Jr., Deshenko, this is, uh, this is Michael Sussman. These are all key players in the Clinton hemisphere, and Obama was briefed on it while it was happening. And now Durham slowly is deconstructing this whole mess, and it's going to go right back to Hillary Clinton. Don't get caught up in the minutia of it. Uh, but I would say this. I give Garland credit. They didn't disband it. They didn't stop funding it. He funded it, uh, the dorm investigation, for another year. So maybe he didn't have a choice, but I'm just saying I'm thankful because we're going to get to the bottom of this. And as I said to you last week, we are the losers of a country on this. Mm-hmm. Forget about Donald Trump, even though his administration suffered greatly, billions lost. We were totally distracted. Russian, U.S.-Russian relations were brought to its knees. It did nothing for, uh, for security. And while China continued to build their hypersonic missile program, hacked into our systems, we were beating each other up about a Russian investigation that should never have been launched. It's just a lose all around. Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia for four years. Again, congrats on the new book, Brian, and and we are really looking forward to seeing you on uh, Sunday there at the Plaza Live. You looking forward to coming to Central Florida, Brian? It's going to be great. I think it's it's just fun. You know, we we go through American history. I get to interact with the audience. Um, As Joe Kelly's going to be down there, 
and it's going to be Sunday, and I think there's some VIP tickets left, and that's when I get there 45 minutes, hour early, and be able to just to talk to people, sign their books, and just find out what any questions they have about Fox or WDBO, the true story, or, uh, <laughs> or doing the radio show and things of that nature. So it's always fun. I'm in Hollywood, Florida at the Patriot Awards, so we're there right now. So we're going to, it's going to be on tonight on Fox Nation. And then I'll be going, coming over to you guys Sunday. And again, thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat here on the Inez Says Podcast. He's going to be here in Orlando this Sunday as I'm taping now, November 21st. Just tap the Kilmeade Live button in the WDBO app if you are interested in tickets to that big show. That's going to wrap it up for today. Again, you can find me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 there in O-Town. I'll see you next time.